difficult, 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 I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's Katie uh, Frame. And that's Marie Cecile Anderson. And this is the Difficult Women Podcast. Ah, yeah. Everyone, crowds go wild. Yeah. What's up, uh, girl? I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I don't mean to be a negative Nelly over here. Oh, that's um, okay. That's all right. Tired. Working, working too much. Yeah, ditto. We, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. you know... Yeah. We, Katie and I were talking for about a good 30 minutes before we hopped on this podcast. <laughs> we could have we could have recorded that. But we're just some working ladies right now. And, you know, so lucky for it. But holy moly, who knew a pandemic would just make us work harder than we've ever worked in our entire lives? <laughs> yes, it's, it's crazy. But lucky, I was very um, fortunate. Very, very fortunate. Oh, but, my God. Yes, yes, absolutely. I am not complaining about that that really but just need more life balance work-life balance right but it did make me think like so lately you know I'm sure it's happening in New York but it's happening here um in Nashville but just the labor shortage you know with the restaurant industry and the um just going out to eat there's just always like an explanation of labor of shortage of labor and it made me think like oh well yeah I'm not doing that shit anymore no because we were we were up in that the restaurant world, the catering world, the events world, but the pandemic hit and then it made us realize, holy hell, we don't have to do that shit. No. There's actually other things that we, our talents are better for. Yeah. And and we were underpaid and underappreciated totally. and that's like if you want people to come back into the restaurant world, you got to treat them right. Also yeah. right now, just a side note for people that don't know this stuff and don't know what it's like to be in a waiter and all that, like the treatment that waiters have been getting since the pandemic aside from the money mm-hmm. is just atrocious like mm-hmm. people come in and they want my my friend is a was a bartender and has been bartending and like during the middle of the, the height of the pandemic especially people would come up to her and rip her mask off and tell her mm-hmm. like don't you know you shouldn't wear that they would not be following the rules there were some strict pandemic rules during you know where like you had to wear a mask inside at the time before the Mm -hmm. vaccinations and stuff there was a a hostess that got like punched in the face right uh because Mm -hmm. people didn't want to show their vaccination cards i mean it is out of control how people Mm -hmm. are treating people and and it's gonna get real bad up in the skies let me tell you the flight attendants are really getting oh god it's what is happening like this is not and then you complain that no one wants to be a waiter it's like yeah because you treat them like garbage right you know and that's not even the employer that's Mm -hmm. the customer that's the customer right so like you guys and anybody that isn't tipping 20 percent every time even if your service sucks like i'm so sorry but like these people don't make any money the restaurants don't pay them and if you Mm -hmm. don't like the system then vote (laughs) Right. Like we need to change. And I, I I agree. I think the tipping system, we shouldn't use it. We should just have be paying our employees a real salary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. But in the meantime, like it's just you got to you got to tip them, even if mm-hmm. they suck, even mm-hmm. if they suck, because they might suck for reasons that you don't understand. Like that day they're weed. They're in the weeds. There's too many tables because there's not enough employees. Like you don't know why they didn't right. do a good job. Mm-hmm. They messed up your order. That might not even be their fault. It could be the kitchen. Like you just please, please. I'm like begging you. Mm-hmm. If you go out to eat, please tip your servers and your and your delivery people. Mm-hmm. I know. I got into it with a friend the other day. He was like, "Yeah, I don't really tip. 
uh, when I do pickup or um, and then delivery, delivery, fifteen <laughs> percent uh, or ten percent. I was like, no, just do twenty. Just do what? It's just a couple bucks. Come on, yeah. people. Yeah. No, it's and because I used to work at a place that was like a sandwich delivery shop, um, and those delivery kids, like not even kids, like adults that are trying to feed their children and stuff, they don't. There's people that just don't tip at all because they're like, oh, right. it's just delivery. Like, what did this guy do? It's like he's running the food for you, and right. he doesn't get paid very much. So, right. like, if you don't give him a tip, he did all that work for nothing. And even delivery stuff, people think, oh, what's the big deal? Just drop it off. You'd be shocked at how many times people like give the wrong address, or they won't answer the buzzer, or like then the guy's standing out there waiting with the food, or like some of the stories I heard from our delivery people was like insane. So please be mindful wait did i tell you time did i tell you this story real quick guys uh, yeah no oh, hold on our, our episode's not about to, i don't know why i'm on I this know. rant no but no yes, it, tell us but i'm story. so angry about the people not tipping okay so a couple days ago like weeks ago i i woke up and i went to my workout class at 7 a.m and as i'm walking out on the table in my backyard there's a pizza some mozzarella sticks and a salad delivered at midnight the night before and i was like huh that's weird that it's just sitting out there because there's nobody living in the house next door. And so like, hmm. where would, who delivered this or whatever? So I go to workout group, but come home. It's still there. And I'm like, okay. It was cold last night. So it was like sitting in a refrigerator. So I just brought this food back inside with me. <laughs> and then oh, um, <laughs> I had the salad for lunch. And then at night, <laughs> I brought this pizza and, and that's poison you or something. That oh, well, tricking you know, you with, that, like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> if that's how I go, Katie, pizza. that's how I go. Oh, yeah. But I, mean, I brought it yeah. to my friends and we all ate it. And they were, I was like, <laughs> I, mean, I, I literally weird. found this outside. Are you guys okay you with game eating to try it? Those? Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and, but we did, we warmed up the pizza and the mozzarella sticks and uh, it was great. So, anyway, somebody fucked up and I ate it. I'm so sorry, but I mean, it's fine. Oh, here's another tip, by the way, for someone that works in a delivery place. If if like Grubhub or somebody, because that's a different company. So sometimes those delivery people don't work for the restaurant. They work for Grubhub, mm-hmm. things like that. People don't know this stuff. I think that's part of it. But like um, if an order gets mixed up, uh, mm-hmm. d- number one, it's annoying. I totally get that and whatever. But make sure you call the restaurant right away and like try to help them figure out where they messed up because it will save them especially if they if something got messed up sometimes it's because they're so busy right like call the restaurant and just let them know kind of what happened um because that can be very helpful when they're trying to figure out what what went the mystery of what went wrong and will save a lot of heartache for everybody and it's not a big deal just call them real quick and be like hey just want to let you know true and then they and, and you can get your order redone or whatever it is you need to do but also sometimes but I'll, if, I'll just if eat eight, this if eight hours has passed and it's it's still outside in your backyard. You can right. St- then you, you can, can eat, eat it, it. <laughs> and you don't have to call anybody, especially if you don't know where it came from. <laughs> oh God, these are these holiday tips. Maybe because I don't um, know. Yeah, it is like the week people of are going to eat out more. Yeah, and that's this right. Week of Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh yay! Well, wait, we have something to be incredibly thankful for, and it's a huge announcement to all of our listeners. Yes, this is very exciting. We have merch merch baby merch you guys i'm gonna link it in the description below it's difficult women merchandise we had this incredible artist design it please check it out you can go to reformtours.com and it's there or you can check the link below also by the way if you um 
are like really hankering for a certain item that you mm-hmm. don't see. We would mm-hmm. love to have feedback on what kinds of things you would like with our with our logo or with our merch stuff on it. And we're going to try to come up with even more logos and stuff. But the image we have is so freaking cool. It is so um, cool. Yeah. It's very exciting. Uh, we we did a beta test run, uh, and I received the merch, and it smelled like chemicals. And so, and I said, we did this whole fast fashion episode, and I was like, well, we cannot be the problem. And some right. of the stuff was polyester, and microfibers were in because I wanted to do face masks, but those things are like just polyester, so it's just going to kill people um, in the oceans or whatever. So I we I I took everything down and redid it all, and now it's all eco friendly, and hopefully uh, we are not making much money from it, but it's good quality stuff. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So you might Enjoy. request something, and we might be like, no, we're not making that because yeah, because it'll, yeah. But if there's something you think of, it still would be nice for us to know because we might be able to find a place that can do it. So absolutely. But please buy our merch. Happy holidays. Yes. <laughs> holidays are right around the corner. Yay! And because the holidays are amongst us, we thought it'd be fun. <laughs> amongst us. <laughs> amongst us. <laughs> they're, they're hiding around. They're hiding. <laughs> we just thought it'd be fun to do. Um, a little episode about the importance of grandmas. You know, we don't, we never talked about grandmas before, really. <laughs> I we don't, don't think sometimes so. Sometimes we don't think about them enough. I but know. They're, they're pretty important to our lives if you're lucky enough to have had some grandma time. Mm-hmm. Or they can be. That's true. I admit, it kind of makes me a little sad to talk about grandmas because I really didn't get that much of a chance to know both of mine. My my dad's mother had Alzheimer's, um, and so I have memories of her when we were younger. Like you know, she really loved to host parties and and cook dinner, and um, but she really was very distracted. And um, and then I I think she had early onset, you know, and so it kind of was a very long decline. But uh, I hold her name, and so my name's Marie Cecile, and her name was Cecile. And so at the end of her days in the nursing home, um, when she really wouldn't recognize anybody, I I would go visit her, and I would say, you know, I'm here. Marie Cecile is here. And as soon as I said that I had her name, she would look at me, and I, f- I really felt like she knew that I was her granddaughter or at least somebody that was her namesake or something so that's why I really a lot of people are like why do you have why do you do three names Marie Cecile Anderson and it's because Cecile like I just I love that name and I just really want to be proud of that that was my grandmother's name and you know her last memories um my last memories of her was her looking at me when I said that name. And so I'm really proud Aww, to be her nice. namesake. So that's why I do three names because I, I love her and I like my name. So that's great. Yeah. It's a great name. Yeah. Um, that's funny. I didn't, uh, my, my middle name is also my grandmother's name. Oh really? My, mm-hmm, on my mom's side. So I have a sort of a stri- unusual grandparent situation where, and I was very lucky to know all of my grandparents, mm-hmm. but I had, three grandmothers and three grandfathers because my dad's parents got divorced and remarried Mm. way before I was born. So Mm. I grew up with like three grandmothers and three grandfathers. Um, And my mom's side of the family, I think if we had lived closer to my grandma, my mom's mom, and she lived in South Dakota, I think Mm. we would have been closer just because she was very active in the family mm-hmm. um but even with her being far away i still was quite close with her and her name mm-hmm. was adele 
Oh. And my middle name is Adele. And I love that name too. Yeah. Actually. Um, and I don't, I don't really go by Catherine Adele frame, but yeah. um, it's not, not said. <laughs> you know, people ah. call me Catherine Adele. When sometimes. I buy you plane tickets, I type it all in. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, mm. But I was very close with my dad's mother. Mm. Very, very close with her. Because she, she moved to D.C. at a certain point with her husband, with her, my grump, my grumps. Um, <laughs> and so she was nearby. And that was like mm. awesome to just mm-hmm. get extra time. Um, and we were, she was like my, there was a point in my life where I was not very supported from mm. my parents with like the art stuff. They were just really freaked out by it, which I understand. Mm. Um, and she would, I would ha- talk to her on the phone like once a week when I was in college and Aww. stuff. And she'd be like, keep doing it. Keep going. Don't listen to them. Just don't that. quit. She's like, the only thing you have to do is just don't quit. Mm. And I was, she really was like important figure Aww. in my life. So grandma's can be so important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my mother's mom, Grandma Jackie, she passed away when I was quite young. But one of my only memories of her was when she gave me my Care Bear, which then I turned into that Care Bear humping song. Exactly. Which at first I thought my mother was going to lose her shit when (laughs) she finally heard us singing the bear humping song because it was my care about my Care Bear that my grandma had given me. But it turned out that I think that she was quite. I don't know. It, it, funny how art thanks, can grandma. kind of. Thanks, yeah, grandma thanks for, for giving me my, my bear humping song. I don't know. Grandmas are just so lovely. And it's been such a wonderful thing to see how my mom uh, is now a grandmother to my sister's kids. And Yeah, I was going to say. I don't think anything is as important in her life now than her grandkids. Like she, I bring up the uh, Roshan and Mathai and like my mom just lights up and she just it's it's pure joy so well there was this really it's, I wouldn't even call it an article so much it was more just like a writing a, a writing is that a thing <laughs> a writing in the Guardian I'm gonna call it that uh by Ed Cumming it's called is it better to be a grandmother than a mother and mm. it was it wasn't the super informative article but it were it's worth reading it was very sweetly written but he just talks about how um grandmothers seem to just delight in their grandchildren in a way that they didn't in their own children right. you know what I mean right. what is that about um and he was even saying he had this very stoic he's it's the guardian so he's english and he had apparently like a very stoic mother and uh he was like it's nothing is as jarring as seeing her interact with his children and her just the, the cooing and like mm-hmm. the you know oh my baby my puppet my little yes. one he was like she's like unrecognizable <laughs> like just right. wasn't the mother and i know with my grandmother um my dad's mom like she was not she was going through a rough time i think when the when the her kids were her kids and Mm -hmm. um they so she was definitely a different grandmother Mm. than she was a mother and that definitely can cause some tension uh amongst families a little bit because you know it's it's weird you're like wait a minute why weren't you like that with me when I was growing up but it's a different role you know it really is like a different um and one of the other things that he says in this thing too is just that um oh that like uh just the way he frames that is so cute like interesting and cute but that how like as a parent you have to be um kind of like a conservative person where you're like you're gonna wear your jacket because it's cold out you're gonna eat your vegetables you're gonna you have to kind of make sure that you, your child is 
alive, you know what I mean, and taken care of in this mm-hmm. way. And he was comparing grandparents to um, anarchists, where they're like, eat ah. the candy, like, don't oh, you have to wear your coat. Like, yeah. yeah, and it's sort of like a fun, and it, that's just a more fun role, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're not having to, like, he's saying, like, as a parent, you have to keep your child alive, but as a as a grandparent, it's more that you have to just, like, return them in one piece. <laughs> you don't have to think about it all the time. Yeah. Um, oh, that's interesting. Well, did you know that humans and whales are the only mammals that have grandparents? Oh, whales. <laughs> oh, whales. But, like, I, I guess I that, know that. That, that the whales actually help in the, chi- in the, in the whale, bear, whale rearing. Yeah. <laughs> they actually help with the babies. So, like, the mama whales can go hunt and gather food. <laughs> hunt and gather. Hunt their, hunt I mean, they do. So they they do gather it. some kelp and yeah, some exactly. seals uh, while, like, the grandmothers, like, babysit, I guess. And the I same thing crazy. with humans, which is, you know. But they were saying, so I was, I was reading this Atlantic article uh, that was saying basically there's like the grandmother hypothesis and it says uh, yes. our mother's mothers are why we live so long. And it's actually about evolution, which it's fascinating. That this I know. Theory. And uh, so you're better at explaining things after reading. <laughs> if you want <laughs> to, if I can, well, if yeah, I can, keep if you can clear, kind but, of. Yeah. yeah. So like the idea was that, um, that be- when grandmothers sort of, become sort of becoming a thing in like mm-hmm. human culture or whatever that the life expectancy of children went way up mm. because there was I think partly just there was other set of hands and eyes to take care of these kids right mm-hmm. so they're not just like walking into the lion's den or whatever it was that people were doing <laughs> back then um, but the part that really was interesting to me was that they think it's possible that uh, I mean, whatever you called humans before they were like full humans, like, you know, half monkey men, whatever they were. <laughs> what is that called? I don't know. Homo like sapiens the, or. Yeah, hom- right, or, or before, prior, before, that, whatever. Yeah, the, right. the, the, half, the, were, the, mid, the medium, the medium people. <laughs> people that weren't, monkeys, weren't quite there just yet. monkeys. Yeah, we don't mon- know. Monkey, monkey people. Monkey people. Um, <laughs> they, the monkey people. They were saying that. Am I better at explaining articles? I'm not sure. But <laughs> oh, I'm here for this. Keep going. <laughs> I love it. You had me at monkey people. <laughs> totally. So very scientific. The monkey people, um, they were saying that one of the reasons why genetically we could have potentially jumped from monkey people to human Mm. people that could actually build societies and civilizations and not just like walk around like animals or whatever is because of grandmothers, because what they were able to do was for natural selection, Mm. which I'm not going to go into that. You guys have to look (laughs) that up. You know know how it works. that because the grandmothers were helping the kids not die so much, mm. that once grandmothers became a thing in society, the 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 survival rate went way 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 up, like we mm. just said. And what they were preserving were the like the indoor kids, basically. <laughs> so like the kids that were not as like savvy with like the with like the wild wilderness, but were smart. You know what I mean? Ah. That they were able. The grandmothers made it so that our brains could develop in a way that would not have happened if we didn't have that extra care, the extra level of care for the children. Does that make sense? <laughs> I think I did a real roundabout way of explaining that. So the grandmas like, made brains bigger. Yes. That's it. <laughs> and they made and it was what made us jump from monkey men to humans, actual humans. Grandmas. I mean that Grandmas. is fascinating. Yes. 
God, that was a long round. You, you did great. That. Thank you. You did <laughs> okay, not yes, want me welcome. to explain that. <laughs> no, I don't know. That was beautiful. Um, yeah. But I think that that's really neat. I think that's really neat. <laughs> that mm-hmm. like we, and I think that certainly in our Western society and now our modern mm-hmm. Western society, we do not respect our elders. Mm-mm. We just like, they get kind of old and then we throw them in a home or God knows what we do with them, you know? Mm-hmm. And in other cultures, the elderly are the top of the food chain mm-hmm. top of the the hierarchy yeah mm-hmm. because like and for good reason right the idea is that they have the most knowledge of mm-hmm. anybody because they've been around mm-hmm. the longest mm-hmm. they have survived longer mm-hmm. so like they deserve respect for that mm-hmm. um they created us mm-hmm. it's from their loins somewhere right. down the line that we came and it is a shame that we don't do a better job of um Mm. taking care of our elders right that's a sort of I didn't mean to go down that path but it's true (laughs) it is absolutely true and I do think that I mean there's lots of problems with America but add that one to the list too yeah because our infrastructure (laughs) there's job insecurity there's systemic racism there's I mean and then then we just are not nice to our grandmas (laughs) yeah Yeah. and they're going to take social security away for like I don't know what the hell we're going to do and then the threatening the threat of like well who's going to take care of you that's why you should have children now and it's like right well fuck that what kind of pressure is that you want me right. to find a partner and have a child just so that child will take care of me when I'm older like, and the truth is they a- might not be able to because if your children don't have money either I mean it's like there's a right. whole the whole system is but here's right. the other it's thing broke. about all that <laughs> is that we're also not we, and I talk about this all the fucking time and I'm not going to stop is that <laughs> we don't have enough community in our culture right. it's this rugged individualism and that is a big mm-hmm. part of mm-hmm. the like grandma factor right Right. that we have that our families are tighter knit and our communities are tighter knit so that we can all be working together to take care of each other and then we can bigger brains right (laughs) because grandmas are there to help you know um and it's and and i think grandmas and and grandparents in general it's just it's an extension of community Mm -hmm. that we are just missing Mm -hmm. terribly in this in this world well, in the Atlantic recently, there was an article about how this is the era of grandparents, mainly because of the opiate crisis. Mm, like, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of parents who are not able to take care of their children because of drug addiction or alcoholism. Oh, so sad. And so, and it's it's worse than ever before. And so, p- parents are turning to their parents to take care of their children, and legally too. And sure, yeah. And it's never. I mean, it's. I think there's more grandparents ta- being the child caregiver right. uh, than ever before. And also That's my mom my mom was kind of saying that um, last night, because at dinner I was like, what's the importance of grandparents? Uh, what do you guys think? And it was I was curious to hear about my mom's own experience with her friends who are all grandparents, um, that a lot of her friends are like my the migration of grandparents. I was like, what are you talking about? But she said that more more grandparents are moving to the towns where their kids live to help with you know take care of the kids but also to seek help from the their children i love that mm-hmm. that's what it should be though and i mean right. in some ways like maybe we are fucked because we don't have kids because like i know you know like we don't you know we don't have that um that built-in community really right well also um, you live longer if you have grandchildren <laughs> 
I mean, you got like a longer left <laughs> life expectancy. Yeah, yeah, you're happier. Well, done, you're, you know, they've done studies too that to when uh to bring in children to like nursing homes and stuff mm-hmm. because it really helps. Um, if you just like are old and around a lot of other old decrepit people, it's kind of depressing. But if you bring like young energy into these uh, places, mm-hmm. that really can help uh, keep people healthier. Because mm-hmm. you got to chase. They do that with kids. puppies too, and puppies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, one thing I do want to circle back to the evolution article that we were talking oh, yeah. about. One Sorry, thing that God. we didn't talk about was um, just how menopause might have played a factor in grandparents as well. Oh, yeah. That is that's crazy. That evolution would cause would cause women not to be able to reproduce at a certain age, just so they could then help with their grandchildren. Own grandchildren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a hypothesis, but right, right. we can't prove that, but. Uh, I just thought that was kind of fascinating. So that's why we're going to dry up so we can take care of our non-existent children's children. Great. Love it. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love that as like a as an evolutionary theory or that like it isn't, it's not just like, oh, social. You know what I mean? Right. It's not just right. like, oh, I love right. that it's like could potentially be something that like genetic, you know, whatever, science. I mean, I think it would have <laughs> been cool man. for like an 80 year old to have a baby, but you know. I guess evolution. I mean, honestly, that you, look up that—that's happens sometimes <laughs> they, with, the, with all the IVF and stuff, which oh, I'm all for. But right. I don't know if I would want to have a baby at seven. Yeah, I know. Talk about breaking a crack hip, a, crack a bone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, if you have your grandparents, give them our love. <laughs> Absolutely. You know. That's another thing too. I feel a little bit bad about not I mean you have siblings so your mom mm-hmm. is a grandmother mm-hmm. for that but mm-hmm. like my mom is not a grandmother. the pressure is <laughs> on kind of bad yeah child. yeah I don't know she I do feel better though that she has a um we have like a family friend who's around my age and she has a son and like they visit a lot they're in France mm-hmm. so they mm-hmm. visit a lot and um she t- at least has some grandma moment she gets to do mm-hmm. some and I think they how old's the kid he's like nine now oh yeah, wow. he's like very, and he's like one of the best children in the on the planet. So Aww. I'm a little bit afraid that if I had kids, like, <laughs> she, I would, of course, you'd be comparing him to this just angel of a child, and I'd be like, <laughs> you better be good for grandma because I stakes are high. <laughs> Do you think your mother would migrate back to America if you had a child for her to help? Kind of, yeah. I mean, she's <laughs> talked about that. Like, I think mm-hmm. she's has that in her mind that like. If I had a baby, that would be a really big reason why she would come back. And she probably would want to live closer mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, she's talked about living in New York. It makes me nervous thinking about her living in New York only because I don't I don't want people to push her and stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no. I don't want them to. Like, yeah. one time we were, she was visiting and this guy, like, ran a cart right into her, like, on the sidewalk. And I freaked out. Out. I scared my mom because I was like, what are you doing? Like, you've got to watch where you're going. You hit my mother. How dare you? <laughs> I was very upset. She's like, it's fine. I'm like, it's not fine, mom. It's oh. not fine. Oh, my gosh. Oh don't my deserve to be hit with a card on the sidewalk. <laughs> it's not okay. Oh, you'd be oh, a good man. good old grandmother. Yes. Yelling at people. With, I would be a great. Oh, my God. I'd be like the best. Sometimes I kind of wish you could skip over and just be a grandma. I know. You know? Well, you know how stepmother stepmothers and then mm. the grandparents to their children that would be yeah i That'd mean i'm not against it being a stepmother 
Oh my I, god, I'm very not against it. I'm not against being a mother necessary either. We gotta figure it out, but I know. We gotta find a sperm donor or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Do you yeah. have any traditions in your family? That was something too I was thinking about with like aside from even when you weren't super, super close to your grandparents, there's just stuff there's like I feel on my mom's side. There is like a lineage heritage mm. something I feel very connected to with like and that goes back to my great grandmother when I see pictures like I just feel connected to that vibe and like the home kind of homesteading in in a literal way not mm-hmm. like in a dumb way when people use that <laughs> word like my family were homesteaders so like mm. there's something I even the way I cook food is like very mm. reminiscent of my grandmother the the way I um the sewing all of my sewing stuff mm. is a hundred percent from like that line um I just feel very connected to that. Do you feel that at all? Or like, can you think of like even recipes that maybe your mom makes that remind you of grandma or? <laughs> it's a no, I don't know. What? Well, unfortunately, no, I feel nothing. I feel nothing. I feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. No, but, uh, so, you know, everybody does know by now my dad has Alzheimer's. And so he likes to repeat. Uh, obviously, this is what happens. Just repeat stories. And, and, and it's been fascinating because these some of these stories from his childhood that I've never heard are coming out of nowhere, oh. which is really interesting. And one of my favorite stories that he tells every single time I see him uh, <laughs> is that, um, so I had, I had two uncle, there were three kids in my dad's uh, family. So there were him and his two brothers and they would, um, they would like just be boys I guess my dad likes to say boys will be boys and I tell him we don't say that anymore (laughs) but uh him and his brothers would go and gather like snakes and turtles and Hmm. frogs and just real gross stuff and bring them back um to my grandmother and my dad loves the story of that my mom my grandmother just skinning them all alive and cooking them for dinner (laughs) like every Every little animal that they would bring back, my grandmother would skin and they would eat. So I think that's super badass. Yeah. Um, And then on my mother's side, the only thing I like, (laughs) I think traditions that we pass down and we still do over the holidays, especially um, are shots. We do a lot of shots. Oh, good. (laughs) My grandfather (laughs) loved to do shots. And (laughs) so we do shots Christmas morning and. Um. Yeah, it's real, real fun. Shots and and skin and turtles alive. And I love it. Them. I love it. I mean, that's but great. I mean, on brand. What are you? <laughs> <totally. I'm> <laughs> what are? <It's> great. <laughs> Do you have any recipes? I mean, I think that or? it's. I mean, like the potato salad, my famous oh potato my God, salad. All so those good. kinds of like, yeah, those kinds of things. Salads, South Dakota salads. You know how I feel mm. about those South Dakota salads, which are not. No, no vegetable to be found. There's <laughs> like marshmallows in those things. Marshmallows in the salads. I love it. Um, that kind of stuff. The again, the sewing. It's like honestly, yeah, it's like so there is like a farmer in me. There's like a, far, a farmer's wife really in mm-hmm. me <laughs> somewhere mm-hmm. in there, which is not something I think people would think of when they think of mm-hmm. me. But it's in there. She's in there <laughs> somewhere. And just like that homemaking, the homemaking vibe. Huh. And I mean that in like. The best way, like I don't, I mean it in like a, um, I don't know. And it's like my house is a mess and there's all these things that are not, that don't feel in line with that. But there's just certain like elements that I feel very, and then actually on my mom, on my dad's side, she taught me how to needlepoint and she was Mm. not like a traditional grandma. She was a model in uh, New York City. 
mm-hmm. and uh, was just like maybe the most beautiful woman that ever watched the planet. And she's just like so. And she was like a model at like 40. Like she wow. divor- got a divorce and then like so she lived this like crazy life. Again, didn't always make great choices for her children, but was a really great grandmother. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So there's a lot of that. I think that there's like a, a combination of this like wild you know what fiercely independent person in me and then this like more traditional like uh something i don't well, know i've never met a more crafty bitch that's that's for sure like literally yeah. anything you need anything i mean uh a, i mean from like a poster board that says something with puffy paint to like a Jake Gyllenhaal puppet. A, a Jake Gyllenhaal puppet. <laughs> I made Jake Gyllenhaal puppet. <laughs> or it's like in one fixing, of our videos, fixing like you know a light stand, or you know you sure. can you can do it. You do it, and I do think maybe that's like the pioneer woman in you that's like I'll weld this thing for you quickly. Yeah. No, I think that there's definitely there's definitely like a pioneer vibe in me mm-hmm. from that. The other thing too, I was just thinking is my the person that was the most like musical in the family was my dad's mom. Mm. There wasn't like, my parents weren't musically inclined particularly in any way, but my Mm -hmm. grandmother was. And she would, you know, my my other grandmother would call that jumping jeans where Ah. like, you know, and that was a thing too. Um, Even the sewing and stuff. My mom was like a good sewer, but she, it was my grandmother that was like a really good sewer and they called that jumping jeans that Hmm. like I got a lot of that stuff from my grandmother and not necessarily from my parents. Hmm. Yeah, Isn't still nothing, nothing from no, nope, nothing, just just the snake. You, I mean, yeah, your dad yeah, wasn't big on skinning snakes, but you're all about it. You're finding pizza, you're hunting pizza in the yard, like you're getting yeah, all those yeah, yeah rugged. We're scrappy little. Scrappy I bet little that there's guys. a pirate in my family blood, like the tree. Like there has to be like a winch and a pirate that made love, and that like that's how we came about or something. Yeah, I, I don't believe know. it. My family's all Vikings. I told you that's right. Yeah, we're all Viking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we've totally digressed. I don't know what we're talking about. It's great. Whatever. It's great, Grandma. Um, people, I forgot we were doing a podcast. I, I thought know. we were just <laughs> chatting about stuff. I don't really know. Um, no, but I think it's important little... around the holidays to discuss Ex- this stuff. Absolutely. I was going to say, throw one more thing in just to make people think and see, like, what what, are they, what is their experience? But um, this one article said that most people are close, especially women, are closer to their maternal grandmother mm. side because... Mm-hmm. They, the the maternal grandmother is the one that usually does mostly the helping out and the rearing of the helping with the children and stuff, partly because like the mom is asking her mom for help. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? More. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just was I wonder for some people if that's true or not. This is more of like a not a rhetorical question, but a question into the ether <laughs> because I'm not going to get a response today. I was closer to my father's mother, but it was because of proximity, you know. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, just a thought. This was that worth mentioning? I don't know, but I did it. <laughs> well, I do know about my grandmother Jackie, my mom's mom. She lived for us grandkids. Like she just, mm. I mean, from the stories that I heard, I mean, she loved horses and she believed in reincarnation. She kept a mm. dream journal. Like this Ooh, woman. God, I love that. Oh, you would have loved Grandma Jackie. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't know her, but you, you know, no, but kidding. I, <laughs> but you, uh, no, but, uh, and my mom was very, very close with her mother and, um, she died suddenly in the middle of the night of heart attack. And so it was just so a really, sad. and very young. And I was just, I was very young and, um, Margo, my younger sister had just been born and it was, oh. I think that, um, yeah, it, it's really, it's been a, yeah, it's, I think 
we're still processing it or something like it's yeah when the hierarchy when the matriarchy is is gone like that like it really did take a toll and still I think kind of does anyway <laughs> and also like and just and not to bring it down more but also there I'm sure there might be some listeners out there that are either adopted or right. they didn't yeah. know their grandparents or there's various or their grandparents were terrible people I mean that mm-hmm. also obviously mm-hmm. happens so um we see you <laughs> we were yeah. you know, we're sorry that 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 wasn't something that you were able to have um and it's it's an interesting thing too where it's not like a you don't like have to have grandparents in your life to have a happy, successful life. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it, when you have good grandparents, it is it really is a privilege and a joy um, to have. And so so for those of you that still have living relatives that you love, um, cherish them. Yeah. Get vaccinated and go visit them. Go yeah. visit them. Yeah. But make sure. Yeah. Don't kill them for the COVID. <laughs> But do or or call them if you can't visit. Yeah. You know what I mean. Just and especially if they haven't heard from you in a while. Like I'm sure they'd be happy to hear from you. I don't know your grandparents. Maybe they wouldn't be, but I'm assuming <laughs> they might. Um, but it's worth thinking about. And I mm. wish I wish my grandparents were. They're all um, they're all gone now. But I would love to be able to call any one of my three grandmothers. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving. We're thankful for you. For yes. listening to our podcast every week, we're going to be yes. real thankful when you buy some of our merchandise. And I think you'll be <laughs> thankful to us for giving you some merchandise to buy. Yeah. <laughs> no? Is that, <laughs> that's presumptuous of me. Oh, <laughs> well, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy.